This time of year, you might be thinking about your team and how to develop your people. Right now, about 95% of American workers are rethinking where they're headed and if they want to leave their job. And really what they want the most is to be invested in and to feel like they're growing where they're at. But you don't have time. You're so busy with so many things. We find at Greenhouse that teams just want three things, vision, investment, and protection. They want vision to know where are we headed and then I'm part of something bigger than myself. They want investment from a great manager who cares about them and asks them about what are their strengths, what are they hope for, what are their dreams, and protection to know what they should work on and that they have support while they're doing it. The problem is you're a leader, you're busy, and things are already stressful to begin with. Not to mention the fact that coaching is very expensive and usually only reserved for leaders at the top. But the thing is, solutions that are just more resources aren't good for people. No one wants more resources. They don't want a platform like LinkedIn Learning to go search and find courses themselves. They want to talk to a person. So our membership is designed just for this. We have a track for people at work and we have a track for people managers at work. And you could give the gift of Greenhouse to your people. Within that membership, they get coaching every month on leadership development, stress management, or role fit. And they get to take part in all of the productivity things that we have to offer as a community. So if you're interested, get more information at greenhouseculture.co and show your team that you care. This is the Greenhouse Podcast, and I'm your host, Steve Perkins. We share thoughts on figuring out what's next and focusing on what matters most. In today's podcast, we are talking about a year in review of what year is this? 2021? (laughs) And is it almost over? (laughs) I don't think it's over. It's never going to be over. (laughs) Yeah, That's how it feels, actually. Yeah, we were talking about why 2021 was just weird, and that was because you were saying that 2020 was just... Well, because we sat here a year ago saying, oh, finally, this year's over. Next year's going to be different. And it kind of felt felt the same. I mean, there's some good Uh, things. Anyway, that's how I feel. I do think you're right. Yeah. There's... There is a weirdness, just like there was last year, about what does end of year mean this time around? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so we wanted to share what did our year look like, and usually people are um, interested to to hear because or not. <laughs> that's what I was thinking as I was saying it. They don't care that much. Well, let's keep going. Let's just make believe that our listening audience cares. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> So Sunday, I don't know about you, but I get to kind of holiday get togethers with family and we're sitting around and everyone wants to have fun. And then they're like, just badgering me like, Steve, what was a learning you had in 2021? You're like, guys, can I just not work for a minute? Guys, I'm just trying to hang out. And they're like, what was your learning? What was your win? And all right. And then you put your fork down. And I get silent. (laughs) And then I rise up slowly. You stand, don't you? I can see it. Yeah, I do the same. Greenhouse's report this year <laughs> confirms. Usually I have it written down in my pocket. Yeah, you have I'm a speech. I'm just waiting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then afterward, everyone says, that was electric. <laughs> they wow, do. Wow, can I have your autograph? <laughs> they do. <laughs> if any of you don't know, Sunday does a lot of speaking on stage, and people just kind of flock to her afterward because she really is pretty amazing on stage, so we like to make fun of it. 
And I'm just I'm imagining that at your family dinner, that they <laughs> your feel own family is like connecting <laughs> with you on so. LinkedIn. I think my own children are like, oh God, you know, not <laughs> they're electric. actually defriending <laughs> they're like, you during the talk. Stop talking. Wow, that was not electric. All right, maybe some focus. Some focus. Well, I actually wanted to start there, so we'll talk a little bit about what did our year look like. And seriously, what, what did, what did we learn and what are we focusing on moving forward? But I wanted to start with some of our favorite fails from the year. And I just, I have to start because this was a while back. I don't even remember when this was, but all of a sudden this video started circulating (laughs) that was, um, you Sunday were waiting on zoom for a coaching client to show up a group. Yeah. a group. Oh, it was a group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even better. Mm-hmm. So you're waiting for a group to show up to be, you know, the magical presenter who's very professional. The electric one, yeah. The electric one, as they call you. Yes. And and you you didn't know the camera was recording. They weren't on yet. You were right. waiting for the yeah. meeting to start, but Zoom was recording. Mm-hmm. And our wonderful backend team has all kinds of powerful access to Zoom recordings mm-hmm. and what <laughs> happens when we're not quote unquote on. Anyway, the video is you and you have these little gummy bears and you're like talking with them. <laughs> and the gummy bears are like talking to each other. And you're just in the office alone. No one's watching you, right? <laughs> no. The camera's always on. <laughs> I did not. And so the video started circulating among our team and it was just like the hardest I've ever laughed at any kind of inside joke. But then I actually took took them after they were done talking and I was like, I made them like a bing, 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 bing to my mouth. And then I was like, oh. yes. and then I would like destroy them. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't there was this whole was. scene going on and it, very funny. I just loved it. It's and funny to get caught when you don't know that you're being recorded at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially when you're the type of person who doesn't mind Talking poking fun at yourself, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's where you're going. <laughs> some people would be embarrassed. Anyway, that was one of my favorite mm-hmm. fails for sure. Do you have any? Many, many failed video takes. I like how I called out a fail that you had instead yeah. of myself. <laughs> now, can you also can okay, you ready, now share ready, a fail ready. that you many, had as well? Many, many failed video tapes of yourself, Steve. Mm. There were so many times we had to say, take, nope, try again, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Try again. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> no, I mean, like, we just had to, like, redo and redo and redo. We did a lot of recording this year. And also a lot of ads. And it just felt endlessly that you had to try again and again and again. So it was just like failing was normal at this point. Oh, my gosh. And And your team watching you and saying, nope, that wasn't it. Try again. It's humbling. It's humbling in a really good way, though. You start to, like, get more reality check on yourself, Mm -hmm. especially things like this podcast. You you hear yourself back and you're like, oh, Oh, that's how I sound. Too long. Too short. Um, Too wide. But remember how that one (laughs) video session... The rooms, the the air conditioning died. It was in the summer, mm-hmm. Richmond, Virginia, hundred so some degrees outside. It was a, a very hot day. <laughs> the air conditioning died, and the temp in the room just started. But it was like the whole boiling a frog thing. Like we didn't notice it was going up. We just thought it's because we were <laughs> performing so on camera. And then all of a sudden, it was a thousand degrees That's in that room. Like, we're sweating. Yes. Yeah. Take do another take. Do another uh, take. It was like starting to get delirious. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, to bring it back on myself then, I guess, the dinner, we had yeah. a team dinner, yeah. and you guys surprised me with uh, a skit, we all love SNL and talk about mm-hmm. those type of sketches mm-hmm. a lot. That was fun. You guys had prepped and rehearsed <laughs> did. a skit so much fun. about many funny 
in the office jokes, but yeah. I would say mostly one about of you. <laughs> mostly about me steving it. Yeah. So steving it means, ready, that you are just having a conversation and all of a sudden Steve will just leave the room. So I he, he decided <laughs> He decided that he no longer needed to be in this conversation. But in all fairness to you, it usually <laughs> meant that your brain thought about something else. You're so generous. <laughs> I know. Like, my family members don't give like, me that much grace. So Jacqueline might and I would be, and all three of us are talking, and all of a sudden Steve just leaves, and I love Jacqueline and I's look. We're like, we just got steamed. Yeah. <laughs> so we gave it a name. So we made fun of you uh, that night, and we did a whole skit around all the things that you oh, do. Oh, it was so but well done. Steving you us. Guys but I love that your it. wife was there and she got the best laugh out of it. Oh, she felt so she validated. Like, he steves me all the time. She was like, oh, somebody <laughs> understands my trials yeah. and tribulations. Great. But yeah, okay. then I also like how some of our other kind of extended team members who aren't here with us every day in the office, like they experience it. And like you have to explain it. I have to explain. To By the way, you just you, got Steve. You just got Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Oh, gosh, I want to talk about CNBC. Yeah, go for it. Just that was interesting. Yeah, really. So yeah. just to brag on ourselves, <laughs> CNBC called, and they were very interested in doing, they're doing a, a show about innovations in different industries. Well, they they had a call with us, and we thought... Oh, wait, the name of the show was Advancements. Advancements. I had to say it. <laughs> with Ted Danson. <laughs> Ted yes. Danson called us up. Every, mm-hmm. Everyone else was like, did Ted, you got to talk to Ted? We're no. like, no. No, this is not, we're not a big deal. But uh, the call with the person was just kind of funny, maybe more a fail on her end, because she probably has to talk to a million unqualified candidates a day, you know, so I get it. I get it. She gets on the phone, is very defensive, very like abrupt and kind of aggressive. And and we just kind of went into our, our woo zone and totally won her over. Like we started the call. Like she was like, most likely we're not going to pick you. <laughs> yeah, Basically. Like, well, <laughs> thanks. I guess we should go. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. And by the end, she was like begging us. Begging to us to be yes. on the show. Yeah. So we wooed her. If you're listening out there, we never heard back. She was so... She was so let down that we said no. Yes, because she did pick us. And then we said, <laughs> ah, no, it just didn't quite line up with our timing. It just wasn't on brand. I, I so, love when people say that. I was waiting. <laughs> if, if, any, if anyone out there has a better show, we're happy to grace Imagine stage. if you said that to people. I'm sorry. You're just not on brand. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. It's, it's like just a conversation. <laughs> They're just you're this just hanging out. This conversation is not on brand. Sorry, you're not on brand for me. <laughs> you walk out. Sorry, my brain. Uh, well, <clears throat> this year I think for us, probably like a lot of, especially small businesses, uh, was kind of a year of supposed redemption and then falling again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought at the beginning of the year we were coming out of the pandemic and res- making a resurgence into you know the growth we were experiencing before. And it was like a giant tease. <laughs> it was a giant tease because actually like another wave of everything hit and business was still hard to get back going. And it was, it was a grind. It's, mm-hmm. still, it's still hard today because um, I think you know, what I've learned and didn't know before I was in small businesses, it's a, it's a hard game to, um, to serve people well but also grow and maintain some kind of like sanity and stability as you do it. Uh, so, you know, for us at the beginning of the year, it was like, wow, we had a new office space we were excited about. All, all of our leadership development stuff was coming back because companies were, 
were getting comfortable doing things on Zoom, like workshops and keynotes. So we were getting our our you know corporate gigs back, and we had actually des- decided to finally kind of renovate our membership and make it what we've dreamt it to be all along. So it was exciting. Mm-hmm. Not only that, we were we were really gelling as a team. We had new people on the team like Dana, one of our coaches, and Mark, another one of our coaches. Emily was helping us with brand and Leia with, you know, social media ads and Joe with a lot of the media and creative stuff we're doing and Jenna, all these people we love to work with and we're starting to gel a little more as a group. But um but then it just got to a point and it was like, okay, something's got to give. We have way too much going on. And if we're going to do this right with the membership, we've got to, we've got to stop something. So if you were listening, I, I kind of read a letter to the listener a couple months back about this, that mm-hmm. this is what we did this whole summer is we actually took our own advice and stopped doing a lot of things that felt scary. Like mm-hmm. we can't just stop. We can't just stop doing those things. But I remember one morning in the office early, kind of in the spring or early summer, Jacqueline and I kind of looked at, looked at the computer, looked back at each other and was like, we need to pause, don't we? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. And we mm-hmm. actually decided right there on the spot. One of the things I love about small business, we, we just kind of made a decision mm-hmm. on the spot that day. We're going to pause like 80% of what we're doing for the whole summer. Yes. Yeah, so to circle back to failings, you know, like we were being humorous with the things that we fail in. But the bottom line is that a lot of times the way that you get better is by failing. And we had, a t- we actually had a lot of small mini failures from the very start of the oh, launch yeah. of the membership. Tons. And it was like, we, it was a trial. We would try one way, we would try another, we tried different pricing. So we honestly didn't even mention the fact that we've just had lots of failures, but all those failures were testing and learning and yeah, which led us really to this summer pause project. No, it's a good point. And it's hard. I mean, especially for me kind of being the point person on it all, it's, you, it's hard not to take it personal and because people on the outside see your shifts and changes and they make assumptions and judgments like mm-hmm. they always think you're changing direction or like what what are what is greenhouse doing it's like well you have to test and fail in order to find kind of your true north right so yeah i mean it feels like we finally found it we found this is our thing and this coaching membership and the way that we figured out how to structure it is the thing. So we spent all summer kind of doubling down, doing lots of deep work, lots of kind of design thinking, collaboration with each other, um, talking to customers, and and kind of renovated the house. Like that's how I think about it. It's like yeah. we already had the house and it was fine, yeah. but we renovated it and we upgraded until mm-hmm. we knew this is um, this is the thing we want to kind of launch publicly. I, I, I had a side note, Sunday, that I also thought a cool part in the midst of that story was you kind of got back to doing some communication speaking. Yeah. I, I mean, you've always taught on stages about communication and mm-hmm. it's kind of your bread and butter thing and it's life giving to you. And mm-hmm. that was also gone during COVID. It was. And all of a sudden I had clients reaching out again and they were like, and they like flew me places. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was back speaking face to face and it was, it was, it brought a little bit of joy and reminded me that it's good to also, that there are very specific things that I'm very good at and it's okay to like 
own those things. Yeah. I thought it was really, Jacqueline really reminded me of that too, to like, it's a lane that I should stay in too. Not, not, ex- not that I shouldn't explore others, but it's a really good lane for me. Yes. I agree a hundred percent. And I had a similar one we did together, but for me, it was a similar thing where, um, teaching like design thinking, creative problem solving, uh, and really doing workshops with groups like hands on do mm-hmm. the work right now. Mm-hmm. And that is one of my mm-hmm. kind of sweet spot zones that I enjoy and I missed. And we got to recently go out to Noom, the health fitness app. Um, their whole leadership was gathering for a retreat or for a conference really. Yeah. And we got to speak to them and do some of that. So it was doubly rewarding because I it got was. to do the thing I had missed, but we got to kind of be on stage together, which is great. It was it so, been so fun. long. Yeah. I don't know. That was just in my mind. It was a bit of that story arc of thinking we're we're rising up again mm-hmm. and then kinda falling again, back down. and kind of rising up again. We're starting to yeah. rise up again. So I'm just kind of setting the bar low going yeah. into the new year. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good. That's but yeah, good. it's fun. We've been able to go speak at universities and mm-hmm. um, to companies and leaders. And I think what we're excited about is <clears throat> next year. Okay, now our membership is ready for people to come figure out what's next in their career, to stay focused on what matters in their life, and for companies to develop their leaders and their people yep. in a really like cost-effective, but, but a way that actually works. And so it's like going to be the year of spreading the word mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Now we, got, now we did all the work. Now we got to figure out how to reach the people so that they know that this is for them. Okay, so like I ask you every week, mm-hmm. what... What's a learning that you had maybe from from the year that stood out? Something that you learned and you want to take with you moving forward? Well, it was funny because I was chatting with Jacqueline about it because we obviously we do we do learnings every week. So if you look through them, there are a ton. We reflect weekly on our learnings, so we're constantly learning. But, you know, I thought it was just important to remember that one learning really just stood out to me. And it is kind of humorous, but really very important to me, which was when I said to the team that my learning was that it was okay to be minimally amazing. Yeah. (laughs) And it sounds so silly to hear if you're like, what do you mean by that? It's that I really always am a striver and I always strive to just be amazing all the time. And sometimes when you have tough weeks or you're a little low or you're feeling tired or slow... It, that it's okay to call it and to be minimally amazing that week. It's it was quotable. Like, yeah, it was a good one for me to re- so to carry in through the year to to be able to say to your team, "Hey, I'm feeling a bit minimally amazing." Yeah, well, and you could tell for you it clicked in a way, like the words resonated in a way that was helpful for you because it wasn't loser, right? Yeah, <laughs> and they but they were your own words. It's yeah. kind of a cool thing. Yeah, so that was a learning. Okay, that was a that was learning for me. I had a similar one, which is. You can stop stuff and everyone will be fine. I think I carry around with me this weight that like, no, you got to make sure everything's on. And Mm -hmm. if you couldn't drop any ball or people will be. And it's like for the whole summer, we stopped doing tons of things like this podcast. Everyone's fine. Mm -hmm. Everyone's fine. Like, did it ruffle some feathers or cause some problems here or there? Sure. But like... Mm -hmm. It's our own, it's kind of, it's what we preach all the time of focusing on what matters most. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to say no to some other stuff and not be, and be minimally amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm with you on that one. It feels, you feel kind of guilty. Totally. But in the big picture, it was actually better. It was. I'm so grateful for it. I carry that one forward with me in my own life. 
Yeah, that's funny because learnings, mine was space, more space, space, and more space. It was like, don't, even when you think you've created space on your calendar, you haven't created enough. That's mm-hmm. I really learned that from you and Jacqueline, though, because I'll tighten it in and be like, I got it, and right. grit it up. And then it's like, then I'm running instead of just. Yeah. <sighs> well, the reason I always push back on you in that is because I am coming from the same boat. I always used to be like, oh, no, it's fine. Oh, no, I'll get, I'll okay, cram it in. I, I'll yeah, do it. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> and it's like, I actually could. That was the problem. I actually mm-hmm, could pull it mm-hmm. off. That's not helpful to my health or right. anyone else. Then you kind of crash behind the hidden curtain. Totally. <laughs> I, I'm saying totally a lot. <laughs> totally. Totally. Oh, my. Another learning was to depend on my team. Oh, interesting. Just to yeah. really lean into other people's strengths and really be okay with that. Like our other coaches, like we have two coaches that are completely running the job search group coaching right now mm-hmm. that I started that they are running. It's like I've let it go because yeah. they are they are rocking it. It's right. okay. It's okay to lean in to depend on your team. You, you need to give some talk on that because you've had five kids <laughs> <laughs> and you could like tie tie it to the work stuff because mm-hmm. it's there's so many similarities. You're right. Like gosh, how do you how do you watch your baby grow and then let them go <laughs> and watch them clean the bathroom for the first time and secretly die. That's what I always feel like. It could be <laughs> a funny talk. I, I, feel like it could be a good... I just want to die. I'm like, I have to let this go, but you're killing me. Okay. For all my leaders, business owners out there, I guess this is also your, for your personal life. One of my learnings was plan for the worst, aim for the best. Mm-hmm. Financially speaking. Oh, I think I never wanted to plan for the worst because I'm an optimist and I'm a big goals and vision person. And so it's like, no, we're going for that. And then everyone teaches you like, no, aim, shoot for the stars. (laughs) And so it's like talking worst case scenario is like the opposite of that. Right. And I think I learned, no, they can coexist. And it's actually super helpful and healthy to plan for the worst case scenario, especially financially and aim for the best at the same time. If we hadn't done that greenhouse, we'd be gone by now. The pandemic completely yep. took out the majority of our business. And if we didn't have any kind of buffer or plans for the worst case scenario, we'd be gone. And I, I mean, thankfully, I'd learned that from other people. But I continue to relearn that because now I'm like, oh, okay, things are back to normal. We're good. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's dangerous. You have to create that buffer again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to kind of plan for worst case scenario. But, mm-hmm. but even as I'm saying that and feeling tension saying it, I find... It's very freeing to just go there in your head mm-hmm. to kind of go to the worst case scenario and let yourself. It's almost like, you know what I mean? You can kind of suppress it or try to ignore what it might be. And if you go there in your head, at least for me, it's helpful to to kind yeah. of free yourself up like, OK, yeah, that could happen and it probably won't. But that is a thing. That's uh, you're, that's like one of my major coaching points uh-huh. when I'm helping people get ready for interviews. I'm like, okay, almost imagine that you don't get the job. If that's the, then show up and think, well, the worst thing that happens is you don't get the job. Take a deep breath and you're like alive and breathing and your family still loves you, hopefully. Right? Right. You realize like, oh, okay, (laughs) the worst case isn't as bad as the looming idea felt. Right. Or resolving conflict. What's the worst thing that happens? It's like, just go to the worst place. It does. It does something in your head that frees you up to then step into it. And not feel so stressed by it. So. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, okay, one last because we gotta always plug what do we for greenhouse. Plug? Well, I just had oh. a learning that investing in team culture pays off during the hard times. 
I mean, I tell leaders that all the time, but experiencing it was mm-hmm. um, really eye-opening because it, it always seems like the soft, squishy stuff that doesn't have an immediate return. Like, cool, company culture, we don't have time for that. But it, if you really invest in people and in the relationships at work, then when times are tough, uh, it really can pay off. And um, right now, a lot of people are leaving their jobs. And I think you're seeing the great divide of companies who cared and companies who didn't. <laughs> and everyone who's leaving is typically looking for a place where they're invested in, where there's a sense of purpose and all the squishy stuff um, that they're all company I was just didn't. on a call today that, said, that was calling it the... <laughs> The Great Resignation. I'm sure you've heard that term. Yeah, it just cracks me up. It sounds so <laughs> <laughs> like the Great Depression. Yeah, you know, it's like it's the Great Resignation. Right. But I don't think there's ever been a time like this where people are really choosing. They're just choosing to leave to take matters into their own hands. Yeah. yeah. The one I liked is the Great Reset. And somebody mm-hmm. called it a giant reset button. Mm-hmm. I loved that because mm-hmm. I, I do feel like that's a little captures a little more the essence of it. It's not like for some people, it is a very deep, like, what is my life question? But I think for a lot of people, it's just like, wow, I've wanted to reset for a while. Mm-hmm. Here's my chance. Or Permission. they were forced into it. Yeah, or they were forced. Yeah. So it's a bit of a, mm-hmm. hey, what if I just tried something new or mm-hmm. Even just people thinking about, well, now I'm working from home, so why don't we move back near family? I've heard so many mm-hmm. of those kind of mm-hmm. stories. Um, or let's move somewhere with lower cost of living. Why not now? There's kind of a why not type of uh, feel in the air. Mm-hmm. So maybe let's end on a couple of wins right. looking back on this <laughs> yeah. year. And you and I have talked about how sometimes wins and learnings. I always think about learnings as more like a process thing. When it's like, it's like, boom, I don't know. I actually, yeah, I actually think of it similar. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I know it can be a little squishy. So I would say for me, a win is a win. (laughs) A win is a win. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. I would say that my win is how we landed on wording around what our membership means. Just wording. Like we, we understand how to describe it, what it is. And also a win for me is getting that, the corporate part on our, on our membership for people at work and for managing their work. That was just like a huge win. It had been spinning in my head forever. And now we have a spot for it in our membership. Yeah. And I, I must have to tell you that it was when we were going through all this, you know, we were working endlessly this summer on it. And I will tell you that there was a lot of writing involved. And so I would dream about it. Remember, I would dream. I would go to <laughs> yes. bed at night and I would tell Steve I would come to work and I'd be like, I, in my dreams, you were saying, more writing, write more <laughs> words, write more words. But the truth is that the exercise of writing uh-huh. really got us to a lot of our wins around what the wording of our membership yeah. was. So I feel like that was a huge win. Was yeah. We understood our branding colors. We understood our branding words. We understood what we want in our in our membership. Well, it's interesting that that was your win because one of the fails I was going to share that just didn't seem entertaining enough was how we've just cycled on so many different ways to talk about what we offer. Right. And it just, to me, feels like this never-ending fail that keeps repeating year after year. And because it is hard, growth and development look looks different for each person. So how do you sum it up in one thing? Like we sell coffee. It's like, well, okay, we don't, we, we sell, we help you figure out, 
you get clarity on what you're trying to do in your career and in your life and take those next steps and set goals and follow through on them and get confidence. <laughs> it's kind of like it yeah. takes on a different life for everybody. So it's hard to describe in one little blurb. So bottom line for me, what was the win in 2021? I think I realized that our process that we walk people through in our membership of having a having a vision of where you're headed having goals and intentions to kind of move toward that vision and then having a weekly rhythm of setting priorities to stay focused on that stuff. It's like, that's what we did. We did it on ourselves and it worked and it got, it's what got us to where we're at now. So do you think people are still listening? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Okay. We all know goal setting is either really hard or you just, you honestly just don't even want to do it. It's almost kind of laughable to even say goal setting. But the reality is you do want to be intentional and you do want to grow and you do want to make changes. And I think what's hard is knowing when to find the time and what to even do with it. So let us do the work for you. We have in our monthly membership a few different meetups where we actually kind of walk you through the steps so you don't have to try and figure it out yourself or try to make it happen yourself. You can kind of stop waiting until, oh, well, I'm going to find the time and then work on it and I'll figure it out later. Just stop procrastinating and join in our monthly membership because it's a coaching membership. We have a weekly meetup where everyone joins in and I walk you through the steps to set your priorities for the week. And we have a goal setting session as well where I walk you through the steps to actually set meaningful, clear and attainable goals that are kind of aligned with the direction you want to head. Our membership's just 30 bucks a month and you can leave whenever you want and you can actually try it for free today. So you join at greenhouseculture.co and you can try the free trial today. Some people are also thinking about their team right now and at the end of the year you realize, wow, there's so much we need to do to develop our leaders, but when do we have the time and where do we have the budget? And as you start to plan for the new year, you have no idea what to do or where to find the help. The reality is right now, 95% of people, workers in America, are actually rethinking their career and thinking about a shift. And really what people want is to be invested in. We find that teams often want three things. They want vision, investment, and protection. Vision to know where they're headed and that they're part of something bigger. Investment from a great manager who cares about them and protection to know what they should work on and that they have the support. The problem as the leader is, you, where do you have time for all of that? So we have a solution for you in our monthly coaching membership, uh, and it's for people on teams. And you can join at greenhouseculture.co or give it as a gift to your people. They would really appreciate that you are thinking about them and that you're finding something that's cost-effective that can work. We know that coaching can be really expensive and things like LinkedIn learning, it can be very overwhelming. Uh, people actually don't want more resources. They want to talk to a person. So give the gift of Greenhouse to your team and get more information at greenhouseculture.co.